In a world full of movie podcasts, here is one more. Welcome to Defend Your Movie with Sean Donnelly. The time has come again. A champion must Everybody and welcome to another edition of Defend Your Movie. I am uh, one of your hosts, Sean Donnelly, and I'm here with my co-host and my pal and my buddy, who without I know I mentioned all, without fail every time <laughs> not I say with, not without no fail. not without fail. You now it's down to a like like a every time I start the hello there, it makes me happy. It makes, it, it, I'm in a good mood. I have to feel. I feel like you're laughing some, at me more I, than with me here. I, I got some sugar in me, and uh, no, hey everybody, it's me, Andy. <laughs> Andy, what's your last name? Andy Fiore. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, before we get started, I did this last week. I have to do it again. We're trying to build a thing here. We want to build yes. a movement with our defenders. We came up. The defenders. Andy came up with a, an, an audience name. That was fucking killer. <laughs> defenders, you're all defenders. We love the and defenders. And we want to hear from you. Uh, we want you to email us, defendyourmovie at gmail.com, at defendyourmovie on Twitter, hashtag defendyourmovie on Instagram and Twitter if you want. Also, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't. If you're downloading one by one, please don't do that. Subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Tell your friends. Let us know the other shows that you love that maybe we can do crossover episodes with. Maybe we can we can talk to them. That we can have them in. We can join the party. We're trying to enter the movie world. We feel like, I feel I think we feel I'm, I feel like we're in just the comedian world too much. If you have guests, yeah, yeah. I think it'd be amazing. We're gonna start doing big things for the new year and really trying to grow the podcast more than we ever have. And I think it's been going great. Let us know what you think. Let us know constructive criticism. Let us know what you like. Absolutely. We need your help. We need your help. And uh, and you are the defenders. You're the defenders of the podcast universe yes. of movies. Ooh, Ooh that's almost it. like Gar- Guardians of the it Galaxy. Is, but yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, today... What we wanted to do, uh, the holidays are coming up. Holidays are here. So holidays are here. We're in the middle of it. We're in the holiday season. You could say. Oh yeah, I mean it's almost. Uh, it's almost over. In the twenties. Yeah. Right. Of exactly. So yeah. Uh, so I have bought presents. That means the holiday yeah. season is here. Same here. Exactly. Um, so today, what we thought we'd do before we get to it, today we're going to defend our favorite. Holiday slash Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah. I guess you have to say how a lot of those are just Christmas movies. A lot of those are blatantly Christmas movies, but right. Uh, but you can use whatever holiday movie you want. Like I'll be going with season. Christmas. Uh, but first, I wanted to check in. Andy, how are you? I'm good, man. Uh, we have a sa- let's start with the sad news. Sad news. That's today. Today this sad happened. Sad news. Yeah. Penny Marshall uh, passed away today, oh, or maybe Laverne. last night. And uh, Laverne from Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> going to see the. The big ragu in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Alex loved that just now. It just popped in my <laughs> She uh, is what awesome. Is, oh. She was in, you know, she... Well, she was Laverne, she obviously. Was Laverne. And then uh, I... And then obviously most notoriously, uh, I would say big in a league of their own were probably the two biggest ones. Yeah. She became like a... a, a Behind this world-class movie director. Yeah. Um, 
And she gave us big, and uh, and she gave us also. Did she give us North? No, that was Rob. Jumpin' Jack Flash, I believe, was oh, her God, first yeah. film. Jumpin' Jack. Was that her first film? Yeah, yeah. That's how like it's some. It's so funny because you have these these directors and these people and these personalities that are just like entrenched in Hollywood. So they get their start the one way, and I feel like that's happening now with Jonah Hill because I watched an interview of Jonah Hill on The Breakfast Club, and to be completely honest he was kind of corny but he said his he always what he wanted to be was a filmmaker so, yeah, and, yeah, but, yeah. That, but he's so good at acting and he was like i was really good at acting so I, and i actually commend him for saying i'm really good because right. he is he's good at acting. i love him i think that's good confidence but apparently his love has always been making movies or whatever yeah right? i mean that's uh, before i ever did comedy or anything else we made movies as kids Me like too. We, and we got decent at it we got like pretty good we were able to like edit score it yeah and yeah. like so that's how we started too i was in did i ever talk about this alex maybe before you were, <laughs> were here, you in a Andy. troop i was in a group in high school <laughs> called the young filmmakers of america oh that's pretty we, cool we named ourselves like at least we, my friend brent <laughs> oh, the yfa yfa <laughs> it sounds like, a, like an alt-right group now <laughs> Did you hear the Bill? young freedom seekers of like, America? There was, a, there was a YFA member there and a proud boy. <laughs> and let's face it, with our looks, we, uh, I would yeah. easily be sold. Absolutely. <laughs> and I look way more like a far right group than a fucking movie making <laughs> yeah. group. Um, there's no diversity in this. There's all white kids in this movie making group. It was Long Island, New York. Anyway, <coughs> so uh, what was I saying? So. What happens is a lot of these personalities get entrenched in Hollywood. I can think of like Penny Marshall. Now I think you're going to see Jonah Hill, uh, you know, mid-90s. I don't know. Uh, critically, I don't know how it did. I, I, I haven't looked it up lately. But I would see – I could see him trying to do like a real full-on – because that mid-90s yeah. is like indie movie. Okay? Yeah, yeah. But now he's in it. Like now it's a thing where, you know – he could just kind of do whatever he wants because he has enough connections and he yeah, can make a world-class I mean, film. That's the dream. And he's capable of it. Like, mid-90s was capable. It wasn't my favorite movie. Nostalgia-wise, nostalgia he killed it. Yeah. So anyway, and then John Favreau comes to mind because you have John Favreau who's yep. like, Still acting, but you were like, "Oh yeah, you were in Swingers." I know you just you weren't you didn't direct Swingers, right? I just know you as the guy in Swingers. It's really funny. And then he was acting, 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 and then now like, and then Iron Man comes along, and now he's like a fucking action movie director. Who's Bozo? <laughs> there it is. Ah, there it is. He plays the he plays you the clown in Seinfeld. That's John Favreau. B O Z O <laughs> Bozo. He goes, no, I never heard of him. Bozo's clown? out. He goes, what is he a clown or something? <laughs> he goes, he goes. He goes, you're the one that doesn't get it, man. You're stuck on some clown from the 60s, man. <laughs> John Favreau, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. There's your Seinfeld reference of the day. He goes, so what happened with the fire? He goes, Eric. Eric the clown put it out with his shoe. <laughs> with his Eric. shoe. What kind of name for a clown is Eric? <laughs> we did it. I think that's in every episode. Um, so anyway, so John Favreau did it. Did it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so R.I.P. Penny Marshall, she was amazing. Yeah. And, and I'll I, tell you this. I don't, this is just for... <laughs> My lack of knowledge, but it kind of made me laugh. Uh, I was reading a little uh, blurb in memoriam, and uh, she goes, you know, she first got one of her big breaks when her older brother, Gary Marshall. I swear to God, I always thought Gary Marshall was her father. Uh, I did for the longest time, too. <laughs> okay, good. Thank yeah. God I'm not the only one in that, because it was. I was just like, oh, all right. I guess that makes a little more sense. Because he was like, you knew him older. Yeah, you like, knew you him knew as her older, when and she you was knew younger. her as one of those persons who were like, oh, she's just... Kind of looks that way. You know, I think like, he even had something to do with Laverne and Shirley, right? Was he, uh, yeah, I yeah. think uh, he was he right. He created it. I no. don't know if he created it, but he was involved. But <laughs> you didn't see him in the public eye till like he started acting a little bit in movies. Yeah, yeah, and he's great. He's great, but he was already old. Yeah, but you knew her when she was younger, right? So you think that's why. And they do look like big 
Difference totally. in age. Yeah. Uh, so, R.I.P. Penny Marshall. R.I.P. Penny Marshall. Also, I can save one of the things I wanted to say because it's going to be part of our discussion about holiday movies. Okay. All right. I have. Did you watch anything else? I saw Mission Impossible Fallout. What'd you think? I loved it. That's the new one. Yeah. I, I thought it was great. It was great. It was a great uh, Mission Impossible movie in the uh, family of Mission Impossible movies. Uh, my only takeaway from it is I think Tom Cruise is starting to age himself out of that role a little bit. Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> there was the a guy f- broke his fucking ankle filming the thing. Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't hear about that? No, I didn't That's know. why the movie became famous. Oh, really? The, the scene, it's actually a really great scene. There's Maybe a scene where he jumps around. out the window. And he's like, and and That's and, and Simon, Simon Pegg has him on GPS, and he goes, "Why aren't you moving?" He goes, "I'm about to jump out a window." And he goes, "Oh, oh yeah, sorry, yeah. I didn't know that because it's on GPS and yeah. you can't see the levels." Oh, that one was an ankle breaker. Yeah, it was. So to, for you to say Tom Cruise can't handle these fucking movies anymore, uh, well, aging out of the movie, you really think he's aging out? You mean I think he looks like he looks? Is it? It's just dude, a weird. He's in like a. The dude is almost sixty. It's years not. Old. He's at his. He's at dusk. It's not daylight. It's not nighttime. He's in that weird aging. He's not old yet, and he the, still looks great. How old's the character? Like 40, right? Ethan Hunt? I don't know. The character, Ethan Hunt, could be 40, I think. Also, it doesn't matter anymore. It's yeah, not I like, guess so. That's other thing. I, I these, loved it. It was great. A lot of these properties, like, make Idris Elba Bond. I guess you can't now. He's almost aging out of it. Where He's yeah. a little bit older than Daniel Craig started. But right, like, right. how great would it be for Idris Elba to be Bond? He was. Wasn't he? Idris Elba? Yeah. No. Didn't a black guy play Bond? No, that was the whole big discussion about it. Daniel he's Craig. going to. No, he's not. Oh. They said no. That was That's whole... a classic example of Andy reading one headline and going, yeah, that's, that's the that story. That happened. <laughs> you feel like you missed just a year of your life. I saw, I, saw, yeah, I saw that one tiny clip that you showed me of uh, Joker. Oh, yeah. That, I texted Greg Stone like a week ago. I'm like, hey, you want to go see uh, Joker this weekend? <laughs> he, was, he probably freaked out. He was like, dude, it's not even made yet. Oh, he, oh, he knew. He knew. Yeah, yeah. He was like, he, he, yeah, he lost his mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so all right. I'll, I'll, I just tend to assume things. So you saw that was Impossible. I, that was it. I, I, have, I saw a Biggie. And I, it's, it's, it's not my... I, it takes time to figure out if it's in my top ten or even top five. I don't think top five of the year or all time, all time, Ooh. because it's flat, it's fantastic, and it takes a genre. Like there's a new genre of movie. You have the coming of age lady movie. I saw Lady Bird for the first time. All time? What? That's the one you're it's, considering? Yes, it's great. It's, oh, I didn't think it was great. Are you out of your head? No. Andy, what is happening? Nothing. Tom Cruise is an amazing Lady Bird. I'm sucks. being realistic. Did you like it? I liked Lady Bird, but I didn't think it got deserved every accolade. It, I thought I oh, was convinced I, it was going to win Best Picture because it was, you know, uh, female driven and all that stuff. It's, and it's 2017 it's, or whatever it's it was. Juno, last year. but way better. That, it's, it, yeah, it, it, okay. It's, yeah. So. And the and an interesting script and kept you involved and like and skipped over that's why you like it skipped over the parlance of the parlance the par, in the parlance of our times <laughs> no like uh, skipped over like the tropes that had tropes but skipped over big chunks like really just was like an overview it's like watching somebody's Facebook memories but a, a really well done <laughs> version of it I watch they it go again. the whole watch it again that's ten of all time though spring. I mean that's a tough list to crack it might come in at number ten now wow you gotta you gotta evolve with you the just times watch it once. I, 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 that's why I want to watch it again and figure it out. All right. We'll but hold hands and watch it together. I'll tell you this. It's one of those movies that you 
you it lived up to the hype. It definitely lived up to the hype. It, it, they, it, the I, script, maybe I have a hard time when movies are very hyped for me. I almost am immediately contrarian in the way I go. Well, then I just so do not, I. You know, but this movie got hyped up like a motherfucker for me, and I watched it and I loved it right off the bat. I liked right it right off the bat. I'll watch like, it again. I will give you my word, and I will maybe have a kinder assessment. Rory Metcalf is the mom. Rory Metcalf's always great. Always great. I don't. That Swarcy. Nowhere near my top ten, though. That's a fucking. Well, I know, but I'm saying for me. Okay. Swarcy Reardon, whatever her name is. Swarcy. Yeah, Shorsha. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> she. She's good. She's fantastic because she was like, if you look at Brooklyn, the movie, which is a great movie. You ever see it? No. It's like a throwback to all like the real innocent movies from like the fifties and stuff. It takes uh -huh. place in the fifties, but also has the feel of something that was filmed then. Okay. It's really good. It's about uh, these people who date, and it's been 1950s Brooklyn, and she's from Ireland, and she goes back, and there's a whole big thing. But it's oh, yeah, but yeah. it's written like that. It's clean. It's there's no. It's not like The Big Sick, or it's not like Lady Bird, where it's like modern day problems. Right. It's like even even if you had a movie that took place in the 50s, now it still has that air of it still has that air of like if you have a movie that came out in the 50s, I can't think of one right now, but like even like Beautiful Mind, like HUD. You ever seen HUD with Paul Newman? That's a maybe 59. No, but it came out in 59. Yeah. What I'm saying is oh, a movie that's a filmed okay, gotcha. recently. Gotcha. Look at Beautiful Mind. That's like the 60s and the 50s, right? He dealt with real world problems in that. This was like just your old style, almost like a singing in the rain or like a, just like a, a musical of the music. Like it had that like very like, oh, this is nice. Well, I mean, Goodfellas goes through the 40s and the 50s. I mean, quickly. But. Goodfellas, no. Yeah, it does. 45 no, is when he but starts. It's, but it's real world. He gets the shit beaten out of him. What I'm saying is, what they're doing is just a nice love story yeah, yeah, from gotcha. that time. And it, it was, and it was like, because back in the day when they made movies, they didn't add that stuff into movies. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't know if it makes sense. I, I get it. And, but then as we evolved as people, we kind of like, hey, fucked up shit happened then too. So yeah, when yeah. things were based back then, you know, homophobia, racism, all sure. that came into the movies. But this was nice because it was like just about them. Like it was a nice story about yeah, them. Whatever. It was a wonderful time. So it's Brooklyn and she's so much different in Brooklyn than she is in Lady Bird and she's just a great actress. And But I watched uh, Lady Bird and the guy who plays the dad is this guy Tracy Letts who apparently is also a playwright. That Saint Germain told me he's like an amazing playwright. I want to check out some of that, and he's amazing. He plays the dad. He's fucking amazing in it, mm. dude. I'm like all, the, the kid who's blowing up now who played the gay kid in it. He is fantastic. I just think it's one of those movies that rarely happens when these movies live up to the hype, man. Okay, and I think it did, and I think you should watch it again. I'll watch come it again back to with uh, kinder eyes. Kinder eyes. <laughs> uh, Alrighty, let's do this. Let's go and start the meat and potatoes part of Talk about being Irish. The meat and potatoes part of the pocket. Alright, so this is our Christmas slash holiday episode, so we thought we'd uh, defend two of our movies that might be off the beaten path for Christmas per se, but uh, they're two of our favorites, and you guys might not agree with them, but I don't care because I love this one, and you love... Uh, we already got into a fight about it, and we said, save it! Basically, what we're going to do is defend your favorite Christmas movie. I think mine is changing. I think what's yeah. the what's the go to? I think I think, I think about Christmas that first. vacation. Christmas Home vacation Alone. people love, love. Home Alone's a biggie. Huge. That might be the biggest one people love. I'm sure. Uh, Christmas it's Story. It's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. Used to be like the number one. But uh, there's like a lot of older ones like Miracle on 34th Street that right. are like right, which are great movies. Yeah. Um. But for the purposes of what we do, um. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna defend a real off the beaten path one. It's uh, Gremlins, my favorite Christmas movie. <sighs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, don't JC me. <laughs> it's set in Christmas time. 
It's all about Christmas, all about the holidays. It's got a, a holiday soundtrack. Let me ask you this. Gremlins passes the flip test for you? Pretty close. Pretty close. Y'all, uh, uh, how about this? I'll even give you this. It's uh, three days before Christmas. You're on the couch I, at your parents' I'm house. Sad, oh, it's Christmas Eve. You're on the pa- you're, 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 you're on, laying on the couch at your parents' house. Gremlins is on. It's even the time period that you say this is a Christmas movie. Then, yeah, I'll watch. You'll watch the whole thing? Yeah. The whole thing? Whole thing. All the way through. Uh, I, when we get into it, I'll give you why. Because you haven't even stated yours yet. I'll tell you mine. Well, here's the thing. I, I can't believe I don't, this. I don't know if we would... All right. I'll, I might have to backtrack a little oh, bit. Oh, you can't backtrack before you even start. You know what? I'll defend it against this. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll that's all we're doing. All right, that's what we're doing. Uh, Family Man with Nicolas Cage and Don oh. Cheadle is... I'll defend that any day of the week. You're... Out of your head, if you think I, I'll tell you right now, I know Gremlins is a, is a movie from my childhood. Family Man. First off, if you want to go in the the category of Christmas movie, what a better, what a better Christmas movie Family Man is. No way. The whole thing has such a better Christmas vibe than Gremlins does. It, no, it doesn't. You're mm. letting the little scary green monsters cloud your vision of the holidays and Christmas. It's a it's a hundred percent a Christmas movie. Tell me why. It's a tell me why it's a good Christmas movie, Gremlins. Because it actually it brings families together. It's a it's a love story. <laughs> it's a great directed movie. It's a, it's a little small town movie. It's got all the ingredients of good Christmas movies. How about this? Family Man didn't just bring families together. It made the guy want to start a family. <laughs> the oh, magic in Family Man. What a movie that. I remember watching that in the theater. I saw it in the theater and, and wanted to leave. Oh, it's great. It's great. Uh, it's like a, it's Gremlins a, is Gremlins. It's like a play on uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Exactly. The movie's already been done. Gremlins, uh, no, true original. It's a little bit different. Because it's like, like, hey, this is what it'd be like if you it's weren't here. It's not a play. It's exactly a, It's a Wonderful Life. No, it's not. It, all right. It's, this is it's, if, it's, if, if the this, guy had a different life, it could have seen his life go this way. No, that's one, the of exact... them is that, one of them is if you weren't around. That's It's a Wonderful Life. This is if, if you guys actually stayed together, this is what would happen. You have this family. Yeah, I know. And it's such, and also like, God, you know, Nicolas Cage, first of all, one of your boys, Mandy. Well, yeah, I love him. Don't. The lead in Mandy. Don't also, Mandy me. <laughs> don't Mandy me. Don't JC me. Don't Mandy me. <laughs> yeah. Also, one of the most underrated people in Hollywood that should be, should have been a complete superstar, a superstar, but never really was, was a famous actress, but never a superstar, Taylor yeah. Tay Leone, put Tay Leone up against any actress. She, was, she had a sitcom for a while. I forget what it was called. Yeah, but, but she bounced. She was hot. She bounced back and forth between TV and movies. Never was she highly regarded as much as other people, like no, Julia Roberts. And she is, if you want to talk about beauty, solid. Oh, every category, everything, acting, looks, like you know, consistency, yeah, uh, you six. know, performance, sex. What? <laughs> out of your head. So she's in it. She's amazing. Jeremy Piven's in it. That guy, whenever he's playing a supporting role like that, the friend role, he's perfect in it. Uh, it's got the guy from Fargo in it. It makes, makes you think of Snow even more. He plays the dad. The uh, the Which dad from Fargo? Fargo. Her dad, the one that wants to pay off the kidnappers, plays her dad in, uh, doesn't he? Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that guy. Yeah, and then, so, I think, I don't know, man, I think when you're dealing with fan, like, like, Gremlins is about the Gremlins. It's when you're dealing not with just a Christmas, about the Christmas gremlin. movie should be about the family. It is and about is, the family. Mm, Gizmo is a family member, all right? But it's about Gizmo. It's about the dad and the mom, <laughs> and the and Phoebe Cates is his girlfriend. They all come together at the end. 
What do you mean they all come together at the end? Do you mean to celebrate Christmas? No, to help each other. <sighs> to beat the Gremlins. <laughs> Gremlins is one of those movies. I was on such a roll. Gremlins was one of those movies that I think when I was a kid, I said I liked it because I had to like it. I don't think I ever loved Were Gremlins. Were you scared of it? I think I, I was scared a little, of the Gremlins. I was scared of it. I, that probably has something to do with it. I probably does. I had a gizmo doll. I had a little gizmo. So did I. Was it the one with the hair? <laughs> yeah, on the yeah, actual yeah. Fur? It actually felt really real. I, it, uh, that's you know those my friend growing up, Joey Bondariva in, uh, in East Meadow, New York. His I remember I, when I got mine. I think it was that his dad got him for us or something. Like I remember being at his house. I'm almost positive and opening up a package and it's smelling like that, like br- something brand yeah, yeah, new. Yeah, new toy. New toy plastic smell. Yeah. And I'll ne- if I ever smell that smell, I think of that gram- that gizmo <laughs> doll. But it was like, you know, to let people know how old I am and how basically how old we are, yeah, yeah. the same thing. It didn't do anything. It was just a doll. No, it didn't do anything. I had an ET one, the same thing. Yeah, I had the ET one. We had ET like plush toys. Yeah, ET, yeah, like, the plush every- toy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Let me just, before you sidetrack me with memories of toys, <laughs> uh, it's about, uh, it's the movie starts with, uh, the, uh, there's an evil old woman. It's I still got a little It's a Wonderful Life in it, too, with, uh, like, the kind of Scrooge character. Old woman who runs the bank, and she doesn't give anybody Christmas bonuses or anything like that. And uh, so she's kind of your uh, evil character. You've got the dad, who's the traveling salesman, who's always on the road. He's really the quick, inventor. That's not what you remember about gremlins. You're trying, that's I'm part giving of you stuff. details oh, that our defenders want to hear. All right. That's why they tune in for the little... <laughs> Because <laughs> she hates carolers, remember? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the gremlins are oh, they're so good. Uh, uh, you have uh, your you have Zach, your lead character. He's got a girlfriend played by Phoebe Cates in her glorious prime. A great scene when she's bartending for the gremlins. I'm getting all out of whack here. Anyway, it's about family because you've got the dad who's never home brings home his son a gift. This that's it's a rare. Who knows what it is? Animal, I guess. And it's about responsibility. And the mother, who's kind of the doting mom, she... one. And by the way, one of the great scenes uh, with um, Do You Hear What I Hear, one of the like kind of scariest scenes I think is very underrated. When she, it's just the mom and she's got the butcher knife and, she's, and one of the early gremlins is kind of sneaking around the kitchen. And it's Do You Hear What I Hear on the record player? It's super scary. Yeah, you know what that sounds like to me? A fucking scary movie! Yeah, this still means it could be a Christmas movie. How? Okay, Krampus. Last year. Scary movie, Christmas movie, Christmas character. It, just because it's a scary movie doesn't have to declassify it as a non-Christmas movie. Sure it does, because that means it's a Halloween The movie. sign Gremlins has Christmas lights around it in the sign. Because it took place during that time. Okay. But it doesn't mean that it's a... Christmas movie is like... Oh, it makes. I highly disagree with this. It's supposed to make you feel like good about the world and people and like coming together. Like you said, coming together. It's got all that in the end. It's a happy ending, Gremlins. But that's not like if you like like just no lessons. It emotes. It makes you emote. Usually in those movies, I'll I'll give you okay. And it's funny. Family Man's so great because it's basically a Christmas Carol if he went to one of the dreams, like like Don Cheadle is the guy. Right. Right. It is. If he went to one of the futures, one of the you know Christmas past, Christmas future, whatever it is, if he went to one, that's basically what it is. The whole thing is one flashback, whatever it is. And but by the end, the guy learns a lesson. It's such a like a heartwarming thing. It's, it's such a heartwarming story. But it's not original at all. Maybe it's not original, but nothing's original. It's a, it is a it's a clear rip off of one of the Christmas carols, t- t- tale, pr- Ghost of Christmas Past 
But or like when I think present, of if Christmas, there, whatever you want to call it. if I'm in the mood for Christmas stuff and I'm like giving presents and I'm and meeting with my family and I'm saying let my me nephew, t- let I'm, me ask you this: Where do you qualify bad Santa? A Christmas comedy, and it's a dark okay, comedy. So you can't you can qualify a Christmas comedy, but you can't qualify a Christmas scary movie. But I still think that Bad Santa is a comedy before it's a Christmas movie. Christmas movie to me is like a genre. You know what I mean? I, Christmas I guess, movie but that's is really like, splitting hairs. All right, not really. Christmas Carol. Christmas, I don't think Christmas Carol. This is an old version of, it, but it's shitty. Uh, Christmas Story. With you're gonna shoot your eye out. Christmas movie. Right. Like think about that. What else would you classify that as? You don't think 100% comedy. First. You don't think comedy when you think Christmas Story. You think oh, I don't that's think a Christmas Family movie. Man. What does it have to do with Christmas? Actually, that's what is taking place. So the <laughs> next all. so purposely he's making the people work late on Christmas Eve, and they're all pissed at him. It's not and even then, a Christmas movie. We just figure this out. Sure it is. Everything, though, everything, the whole thing's based around Christmas. All, every, all the arguments you're saying, Gremlins, Gremlins the same like, argument on Gremlins. Doesn't Gremlins start like a month before it or something? Like, no, it starts right in the season. He brings home a present literally for his son on Christmas. But, I, but when I think of Christmas stuff, yeah, I don't, On Christmas Eve, he comes I home. Don't, you don't think of that. Like Nobody's like, uh, every Christmas, me and my family, we watch Gremlins. That's together. why it's a good pick. Why is it? Why? Because it's different? No, it's a good movie. Joe Dante, great director, also directed The Burbs. From my hometown of Marston, New Jersey, as well. <laughs> That's what it is. That's some bullshit Jersey pride <laughs> thing. What, what's next? Joe Dante's gonna be like, great. Next, you're going to be like, watch Bruce Springsteen on Netflix. <laughs> and, well, actually, you should watch. I'm in the middle of watching <laughs> it. You know me. I'm not actually a huge Springsteen guy. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm, this is the thing you defend. <laughs> Fucking Andy. He's from Jersey. He defends Joe Dante. The guy made one good movie. The purpose is great, too. The purpose is great, but not critically acclaimed. That's my, my ex-wife. Uh, that's what one of her favorites. She loves it. Burbs is great. I love Burbs. Burbs is great. Burbs. No, you know what? Burbs got a nine on the old Christmas. tension scale there, Rube. Great line. <laughs> well, that he's fantastic in it. That's Bruce Dern, right? Yeah, Bruce Dern. Um, so here we go. <coughs> My point being, these movies should give you. It should give you a feeling of Christmas. There's other movies that do that. I think now it one does of them I wanted the to bring up earlier that I watched all- the end of last night, which does that. But also, you could put it into like. You could put it in the thing of romantic comedy, but it's all based around Christmas. Uh, Love Actually. Great movie. It's all based in England. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Liam, uh, stack cast, like, uh, right, uh, right. like ensemble cast. But it's actually like it's actually funny and, and yeah, it's not corny. Yeah. And it's based around Christmas. But if you just told me Love Actually is just a romantic comedy, it's not a Christmas movie. Gremlins is based around Christmas. I don't know, I know it's, you're it's not based that. around Christmas. But it, the horror part and the suspense but part takes over. I don't think of it's horror about and suspense when I think of Christmas. Chris, it's about I think the of small love, towns. Oh, I think of love when I think of Christmas. So love, actually, it's like romantic comedy. Gremlins has a love story. Gremlins is about a town whose Christmas is getting ruined by these awful little monsters. And then everybody coming in and helping each other out to to overcome them. To, to oh, Basically one guy, essentially. But he saves Christmas for the town. And with his the help of his girlfriend and the help of Gizmo, and it's all it's for all Christmas. There's like there's caroling. <laughs> the Gremlins go caroling. All right, so they, I I just proved that. Uh, all right, Family Man. Even though maybe it's not the most original movie in the world, has elements of a, a Christmas Carol and has elements of what's the other one? Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life in it, right? Yeah. What do you think is more Christmas than than? What do you think is more Christmas, Gremlins or It's a Wonderful Life? You're getting in this weird meta argument of because it has these aspects. Yeah, it's a 
Yeah, that's, what do you think a Christmas movie is? Uh, that you're at the point now where you're just arguing that Gremlins is not a Christmas movie. Well, you know what? You know why? Here's the thing. You could say the same shit. Like when we 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 did about about Die Hard, right? Yeah. And I, at the time, what, that's that, the, like, yeah. That's a very popular argument. It's an argument not, that comes out now. People get mad. Okay, about so it thank, becoming, that's the same kind of argument I'm trying to make. And you know what? And from talking about it more back then, I said, I go, yeah, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. But you know what? Now the more we're talking, it's not. You're right. Whoever says it's not, they're right because. Just because it takes place, the more I think about it, the, just because it takes place at the time doesn't qualify. It takes place at a Christmas party in on near Christmas. That I don't know, like what else? I mean, yeah, okay, it, it's an action movie. It's first. more of a Christmas movie than Gremlins is. No, <laughs> not at you know all. what I think does it for me? I think it might Man. be my my. Uh, bias I think with scared of the Gremlins. I think I'm scared of the Gremlins. <laughs> I think it, it's my bias with scary movies because. Whenever a movie's scary, yeah, I don't want that to be a Christmas movie. I, I, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, I, I understand. Like, I do get that. Like a lot of Christmas movies have an innocence to them. You know, they they have they have like they have an innocent take on them most of the time. Like you know what? The heaviness is reserved for the rest of the year. Christmas time, it's about fun and family and caring for one another and caring for the world. Okay. I just want to. I'm. I'm just taking a second here to compare movie posters. Gremlins is not very Christmassy. Let me see. Family Man might not be either. And you know what? People. There's probably people who don't think of Family Man as a. Well, first of all, another one pops up. Oh, the Family Man. That. Not a Family Man. Oh, which is the one I'm talking about? The Family Man from 2000. Yeah. Yeah. Is it 2000? Yeah. I remember seeing it in the theater. Oh, uh, just has Nick Cage standing there with a also, briefcase and a bag of groceries. Yeah, yeah. To... Also, let's let's be honest. It might have been one of the last good things that Nick Cage did before now his man yeah, came back. But yeah. that might have been the beginning of him starting that 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 downswing. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, when, because well, Conair was earlier than that. But which one? Conair. Conair was ninety-seven. Yeah, ninety-eight or ninety-seven. I think it's ninety-seven. Right we there. talked about it a lot on the show. Um, <laughs> So my thing is this: you have Nick Cage, who's always a pleasure to have, and you had him when he was still like not I don't crazy. Know if he's always a pleasure. I, I, I don't know. When is he not a pleasure? You know, it's like when have you been like all those oh, garbage Nick Cage movies? Well, when, when, you know, just don't watch those. When, yeah. when have you been like, oh, well, bummer, that Nick qualifies. Cage is in it? Think about this. I, ra- I mean, no, he's in some of the movies I love. Yeah, if a bum, if if a, mo- a bad movie comes out and it's Nick, and Nick Cage is in it, has way more of a chance of me watching it. Yeah, that. all right, I'll give you that. You know what I mean? Uh. Don Cheadle's great in it. Uh, I just like who directed it. Oh, uh, what's his name? Brent Brent Ratner. Brent Ratner. Oh, that's I know. Negative <laughs> points. <laughs> Compare the Ratner versus hour. Dante. Fuck off. The Rush Hour guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dante isn't some fucking. You He's know, a great director. He's not some. Uh, if you know your if you know your fucking movies and directors, Dante is a great director. When it comes down From to a great town. when it comes down to what makes you feel better when you like what really makes you maybe it's me too because I want to have a family maybe I think it maybe, I think it yeah. taps into a lot of things that are in my deep in my soul or something I think that's why I love family so I like the idea of like somebody being shown hey this is how it could have gone I also like that whenever there's whenever there's you know 
a back and forth like that where they're showing you, hey, this is what your life could have been. Or like, you know, when they're like manipulating time. Right. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that kind of thing. Or, I don't know, it's not really like time travel, but, you know, it's still like, I got to get back and make sure this happens. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> that kind of thing. Want me to list off some Dante gems? Piranha, yes. yeah, 1978. The Howling, go. 1981. Explorers, 85. Inner Space, 1987. Oh, he's space. The Burbs, yeah. 89. Gremlins 2, The New Batch. Which uh, matinee, which is an underrated movie. Small Soldiers, which is a decent movie too. I saw it once. It is an underrated movie. I saw it in the theaters. And that's uh, that's John Goodman matinee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then what? He stopped after that. Yeah, he kind of tailed off. He's in his seventies. Well, he's a TV director now. Uh, I didn't go that far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was. Well, Piranha actually is a huge movie from the seventies. Yeah, yeah. And the remake was great too. And then Inner Space it might be one of my favorite I comments. knew Inner Space was up there for Inner you. Space is <laughs> anything Martin Short. Come on. So you got director. And it's a Steven, Sp Steven Spielberg is uh, pr exec executive yeah. producer. Well, I'll give you that. I'll give you a director. Because Brett, Brett Ratner is like, yeah. you know, he's known for Cast, being Cast, you might win on because you got Zach Galligan who plays the main character. He's really the only guy of note. Other uh, than Phoebe Cates, who wasn't Phoebe Cates at the time yet. Phoebe Cates, yeah, but she, but becomes, she becomes a bigger becomes, name yeah, than Zach Galligan. Exactly. Because what else did Zach Galligan do? Mm, yeah. Nothing. The new batch. But Phoebe Cates, <laughs> at least she has Fast Times after that. We just yeah. talked about Fast Times. No, no. Fast Times was before. Gremlins. Oh, right. You're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. 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 So, and then she kind of stopped, I guess, when she married Kevin Klein or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that if it coincides. It sounds maybe, bad to say that. Maybe Double K got to her. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you call Kevin Klein Double K. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we're not going to come to a resolution. I don't think so I, I because I don't care for the Family Man. I saw, I I went and saw it in the theater. I remember I was in college. I was home from Christmas break. How do you watch that movie and you're not like it's not enjoyable? It's just not I, I just don't care for it. You know, it's a slow moving. The pacing's not great. It's it moves kind of slowly. No it's way. frustrating to watch too. That's Why? the problem with some of those like what if movies. They get very frustrating. And go, ah, I just wish he fucking did this or did this. You know, right? It's get it's called getting an emotional reaction out of you. Okay, well, I get the, the creeps and the chills and the laughs out of Gremlins. Gremlins is an underratedly dark comedy too. It is, and I'll tell you also another thing. It, I think Gremlins, and I know one of them's from way later. It looks dated, so dated now to me. Like if you watch oh, it on TV, so definitely afraid of those Gremlins. <laughs> I did. No, I did. Yeah, right. I used to. You know, I sleep with my sheets. I used to. I sleep. I used to sleep against a, a, a wall in my bedroom. I had a wall, and then so I could only get up on one side. And yeah. I used to when you were like little. When little? I was little, and I was in that, you know, in 1987, I was 11. Yeah. So I had uh, my my childhood no, bed. No, or I was eight. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was no, you eight. Aren't. I was eight. 87. Yeah. 87. I was, born 79. I was nine. I, eight, I was eight. I was born in 1979. I was eight. Oh, you're eight. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Okay. So you. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I used to. I used to think. Things under my bed would come up in the wall, and I used to tuck my sheets in against the wall. And I specifically thought of gremlins. I'd be like, if I tuck my sheets in, the gremlins can't get to me. Really? I would specifically think of those monsters. Yeah. See, that's not Christmas. Christmas uh, has nothing to do with Christmas. You know what your kids do on Christmas? They get excited. They get up at five in the morning and they jump out of their beds. <laughs> they don't fucking trap themselves in their beds so animals can't get to them. <laughs> I think that kind of sums it up. No, that doesn't take It really away does. So, Andy, you just lost your own case uh -uh. by saying you were scared. So if you're watching, so if you, technically, if you watched, if you watched uh, Gremlins at the, at, around Christmas time or Christmas Eve, you might be scared to get up for Christmas morning. Then, does that sound like a now, Christmas movie to you? Not to me. Yes. Not, it doesn't matter. You should be, 
don't you remember that feeling of getting up before Christmas and being like, I'm so excited. You get up at like six in the morning. To you go don't back know to what bed. you're doing when you're a little kid. Oh, your mixed emotions are running rampant. But not that's why that's why I wouldn't watch Gremlins around Christmas. That's very reason. I don't know why I was even allowed to watch that All movie right. at we'll that agree time to, frame. We'll agree to disagree. We'll <laughs> wrap it up. Uh, what would you like to plug, my friend? Uh, nothing. I guess just follow me at as always at Andy Fiore. I just this is the holiday episode, so Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Happy us holidays. A follow. Just help out the podcast. Really, we that's what we're concentrating on. Yes, let's mention that again. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It's a big deal. Email us. DefendYourMovie at gmail.com. We're at DefendYourMovie on Twitter. Let us know. We do. We'll retweet. We'll follow you. We do right back. We, we're doing one of the matchups coming up. Uh, so look out for that episode. Uh, and then there's going to be way more stuff coming from the podcast uh, and, and way more news coming soon. You can hit me up on at Shawnee Time. This is on Showbiz Studios. That's ShowbizStudios.com. They have a YouTube page as well as an iTunes page for all the Showbiz uh, podcasts. So check those out. A lot of our friends have them. They're so, so funny. And we will see you uh, next time, next week. And we love you so much. And Gremlins sucks. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>